You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Now, here's your host, Faraz Sadiqi and Zach Rizzuto. A.J. Dillon ended up having a big week with Aaron Jones getting banged up with a shin injury. Uh, Jones came back in the game eventually, but played only five snaps in the fourth quarter. So hopefully he doesn't miss any time. The Packers are on bye in, in week 14, so that's that's good. You know, if you have Aaron Jones, you're like, all right, well, yeah. at least like even, even if he is hurt, maybe he has a week to kind of rest up, and then I don't have to worry about it, and then I'll be, he'll be good to go in week 15. And if you have Aaron Jones, hopefully you already made the playoffs. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, you weren't with Aaron Jones. This injury actually comes at an all right time if it's going to come at all because you weren't going to have him anyway next week. So it's like exactly. you're not hurting. You're not hurting too much. You were expecting going into this game not to have him next week. So you're not – There's it's a net – it's a net change in value of zero at this point, unless it becomes a more, you know, impactful injury, which we'll find out. But it, but if you have Christian Watson, right? Yeah. You ain't going to have him. And boy, will you miss him? Because that's at least a touchdown or two taken off your fantasy points total next week, right? Like yeah. another two touchdowns on Sunday from Christian Watson. This is his third multi-touchdown game in four weeks. You know who else has done that? In the last four weeks, Devonta Adams. Yeah, you know, he's Devonta also pretty Adams. good. Yeah, he's but pretty good. <laughs> he's pretty good. You know, the Packers were like, you know, like how, like, can we try to get Watson to score like every possible way? Like, he hasn't <laughs> scored a touchdown on the ground yet. So, like, they give him a carry, one carry in this game, and he goes ahead and scores a forty-six yard rushing touchdown on an end around. So, yep. he's a he's a must start once the fantasy playoffs come around in week 15 uh there you must have had some really really good options if you didn't start christian watson this week and it's amazing to me the types of questions i've received about christian watson like start say questions around justin mm-hmm. watson going into this week and it's just like let's not overthink it here you know I, yeah. I i'm you know i'm a guy who loves to look at utilization and the underlying metrics and all this kind of stuff but it's like guys if dudes are scoring touchdown every week i get it like, you know, is it sustainable? No. But keep doing it. Keep yeah. starting him until he stops. And even when he stops for that one game, start him again the following week. Because, like, at the end of the day, we're trying to get fantasy points here, you know? And Christian yeah. Watson continues to do his thing. So so what is that? Eight touchdowns in four in weeks. In four games. Yeah, and we did a post on that, too, because it's just, ridiculous and like i say it's not just receiving touchdowns it's scrimmage touchdowns they might have just unlocked a facet to his game they didn't even know existed it's called running the ball imagine if he gets a couple carries a game too like especially with aaron jones maybe missing time like is that out of the question i don't know 
Christian Watson, he's just been ridiculous. And first, of course, he starts with three touchdowns against my Cowboys. But just the rest of the way, he's been scoring touchdowns. You know, you want to call him, oh, Christian Watson, he's touchdown dependent. You know, once the touchdowns stop coming, like you said, he's not going to be doing anything. Well, he's not touchdown dependent until he doesn't score points, you know, at all. It's just so funny because, like you said, you talk about the underlying metrics. Yes, we could beat, we could beat at that horse all day. But when he's scoring touchdowns, like he is. Like, have we seen a player do this? I mean, outside of Devonta Adams, have we seen a player this young do this? Like, Randy was Justin Moss. Jefferson? Sc- yeah, okay. Randy Moss was doing it. I, I wasn't alive for him in his rookie season. Or I wasn't <laughs> capable of watching and playing fantasy football. But, you know, like, this is one of the first times, you know, especially after the way the season started, this has come completely out, completely out of the blue. He couldn't stay healthy, but now he's healthy and he's just like going crazy. And that's just perfect for Christian Watson. He is definitely – is he a wide receiver one, you know, the rest of the way? Are you, yeah, you going to have he, him ranked he, up there? Is it... I'm not going to have him ranked there. I'm going to have him ranked as like a high wide receiver two. So there are I, I there think... are guys that I'm starting over him, you know, but well, yeah. it's going to be like the elite guys. You know what I'm saying? Like it's going to be the elite guys. Um, right. Here, here's a question. Like Garrett Wilson, for example. Like Garrett Wilson and him are most likely going to be back-to-back in my rankings with Garrett Wilson one spot above him. And right. That's because I know he's going to get like 10 to 15 targets. <laughs> yeah. Here's a question. Okay. Would you start Christian Watson or CD Lamb? Um, I think I would start CD Lamb. You think? I mean, I feel like that I, was I really so. close. And if I was in that position, I would seriously consider Christian Watson. Yeah, I would consider him too. Like they are playing the Texans next week. Okay, let, okay, let's not say next week cuz Watson's not playing. No. Cowboys are playing the Jaguars uh, the week, the week after, after in in week fifteen. Christian Watson's yeah. back. Um, the Packers. Who are the Packers playing in, in the week? Packers 15, play the Rams. The Rams. <laughs> I might have to go Watson. <laughs> you have, have to, to go Watson like, there. So yeah, you have. To, I would consider in that game. I mean, I mean, the Jaguars have looked good, but you know, with. You know, the Cowboys, the way they're playing, they seem to pull away and score a lot of different ways that aren't C.D. Lamb. So <laughs> I think you look at the game script and the way that the offense has been operating for Dallas. Like everyone's just scoring touchdowns. It's not ever focused on one player. And the way Christian Watson's been playing, I, I would seriously consider that, you know, Christian Watson over C.D. Lamb. It's just a really good matchup against the Rams. So, like, I, yeah. would, I, would, I, would, I would definitely want to do that for sure. So, yeah, I can see it. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what my rankings look like. It's, in it's, it's interesting, yeah. It's close though. It's close. Um, okay. So what else? Um, yeah, man. Like, so I'm excited. Just I'm I'm excited for Christian Watson to see what his career. And I also wanted to mention, you know, for 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 dynasty guys, like, like don't don't sell them. Like, don't don't sell no. them. I I, no. I I get it. I you know I get the whole thing is like sell high and like, you know, he didn't play in that at, 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 you know FCS and all that kind of stuff. But like, I mean, he's from the FCS and all that. I get it. But, you know, two what is it? Two point three yards per route run. Two point three yards per route run this season. That's only behind Garrett Wilson. Um, so I'm not, I'm not uh, like this is a a very that's a very good number. And yeah. receivers who hit that threshold of two yards per route run or higher in their rookie season, you know, with a minimum of two hundred fifty routes run, they go they go on to usually become you know perennial wide receiver ones for for a couple of years. So like. I would not do that. I think I no, just no. think Christian Watson's a good wide receiver. <laughs> yeah, it, it has it been it has been all stonks for Christian Watson owners, you know, yes. recently. So that's 
just hold on to that. There's no reason to, you know, lose out on any potential value. Like this isn't his ceiling, I don't think. You know, I think he definitely has, you know, more to offer. He, if he can get more consistent as far as, you know, catching passes, make that production a little bit more consistent. Obviously, touchdowns are great. If he takes that and he just makes it a bit more consistent, you know, he could be a really just fantastic piece. You, you, you're not going to want to move off him in Dynasty. I agree. For years. He's, he's still a raw player. And, you know, he's not anywhere close to how good he could be. Yeah. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Justin Fields, in that that division, he's back. You know, even though he threw two interceptions, he still managed to have a very solid fantasy day because of the 71-yard rushing day. Well, he had a he had a touchdown. Uh, how how long? That was another fifty was yard 55. touchdown for him, right? It's a fifty five yard touchdown. touchdown. Um, only six carries in this game, so it seems like they chose to take it easy a bit on that shoulder. Um, Cole Komet, you know, he ran around on almost every single drop back. He led the team with uh, the Bears with seven targets. You know, Darnell Mooney was out, right? Obviously, he's out for the rest of the year, so you got to move him back up the tight end rankings moving forward with Fields back. Um, so he was able to get it done for you. Fields is able to get it done for you. Field, you know, they're they're on a bye this week. Um, but when they come back, you know, like Cole Komet, if you have him, he should be in in your lineup. You know, he's probably a top six, top seven seven tight end the rest of the way. You know, you might might want to you might want to replace Fry. I'm gonna replace Frymuth in my rankings with Cole Komet. Okay. And Justin Fields, you know, he's a must start quarterback at this point, you know, top probably top four option right now. QB. Yeah, he, he definitely is. You know, and Cole Komet, you know, just talking about him real quick, Justin Fields just makes all the difference for him, and he's going to be relevant just because of Justin Fields. Cole Komet's going to be a perfect uh, replacement, like you said, for Pat Fryermuth, or if you have other guys, if you have nobody, you know, if you've just been riding out the storm at tight end, um, if you can get, if you have Cole Komet, you're starting him. I, I think you could set him and forget him. He's actually someone I'd start with confidence as long as Justin Fields is playing. But um, Justin Fields, I think it kind of flies under the radar. You know, he did have 71 yards on the ground, but 55 of that came on that touchdown carry, and that's all great and well. But outside of that, that was a five for 16-yard rushing performance, you know? So take away that touchdown, and suddenly it looks really bad, you know, in terms of production. That touchdown accounted for half of his points, you know, right there. And obviously he was efficient. 20 of 25, he was good, you know, passing the ball. He threw two picks, and that hurt him a little bit. But I, I'm not worried because we know Justin Fields can do that, but I would definitely temper expectations just a little bit because they did definitely dial back the run plays and he's not scram- he didn't scramble as much in this game as he has in the past. So maybe, you know, he comes back healthier next week and returns to that. Um, but until I see that, I'm just going to kind of be a little leery. He does have the bye, so he should come back extra healthy and he could get back to that. That's, that's what I kind of see. Who are you starting in week 15, Justin Fields or Joe Burrow? I got to see the matchup for Joe Burrow. Joe, Joe Burrow's going up against uh, Tampa in Tampa. And Fields. the Bears are playing the Eagles. Mm. The Eagles. And the home. Eagles defense, as, as bad as, as good as the Eagles defense, as the Eagles as a team are, the defense hasn't been like, you know, fantastic. Um, I would maybe have to go with Joe Burrow the way he's playing. But 
Justin Bur- Burrow has all, all his weapons back. I mean, he looked good. All of his weapons. Yesterday. Did you see him yesterday? Like, he, so obviously, good. we'll talk about this game. He looked just ridiculous. And it's funny. I, I talked about this with my brother. It's funny. We talked about Joe Burrow being 3 0 against Patrick Mahomes. I said, but yeah, yeah. he's 0 1 against Cooper Rush, though. It's like, what's <laughs> that about? It's just funny. Uh, I don't know. I, I thought that was funny. It's, I've never seen, like you said, it seems like every time I've seen this, a bunch of commentators are saying about, you know, Patrick Mahomes never looks uncomfortable until he plays the Bengals. So it's weird. It is weird, man. It is. Um, all right, let's move, let's stay in the division. DeAndre Swift is back. Finally. He's back. <laughs> He's yeah. now a top 15 running back moving forward. Weekly top five upside. Remember the role that, you know, we all drafted DeAndre Swift to have? Like he, yeah. it's been trending up slowly over the past couple of weeks. He's back in that role that we drafted him to have. 14 carries, 62 yards, and a touchdown. He had more carries than Jamal Williams. That's huge. Caught mm. four of six targets for 49 yards, 51% of snaps. Uh, he had more than 50% of the running back carries. He ran around on 52% of dropbacks. I think that last part should go up even more if they continue to phase out Justin Jackson next week. He yeah. was Justin Jackson was still involved a little bit more than we'd like. But hopefully he just goes away and it's just a little bit left. So once he goes away and we see like 65% route participation from DeAndre Swift, he'll be fully, fully, fully back. But yeah. hey, like now from now on though, DeAndre Swift is in my lineup. Yeah, absolutely. And like we said, it only we only needed to see a 50-50 split between Jamal Williams and DeAndre Swift or anything close to that, you know, for DeAndre Swift to be back to this relevant role. But he went to 50, I think it was 51% snaps. Is that what is that what it was? I think that's what it was. So yep. he was it was perfect. This is exactly what you wanted to see after seeing, you know, the numbers kind of uptick last week. It was funny because he was quiet for like three weeks in a row. And then last week, it was like the glimmer of hope. You know, like we said, you saw the little light at the end of the tunnel. And now it's like that wasn't, you know, like an aberration. He's definitely back. and He's going to have this workload the rest of the way, hopefully. Um, I don't see a situation where he doesn't get that. But DeAndre Swift. He was just, he looked like vintage DeAndre Swift. And that touchdown was just like the icing on the cake. It was perfect. This is what we want to see from DeAndre Swift. It can continue to go up. I think if he can get to 60% of snaps, I'm not sure if that's going to be possible, but we'll see how it goes. If he gets to 60% of snaps, imagine what he can do. You know, that's going to be huge. And his upside, we know the type of player he is. He doesn't require a whole lot of work to get this type of production. Man, you know, I'm just ecstatic because he's finally back. And, And this is a game where the Lions were up the entire time. Right, like, yeah. If, if you if if we're talking about a game where the lines are down, DeAndre Smith is going to be on the field more, and yep. the fact that they were up in this game in a positive game script, and he saw fifty percent of snaps, that's a good thing. That's what you want yep. to see. So up in the game, in a negative game script, it, it it would be even better for him and what his production could look like. Yeah, up in the game in a positive game script, you'd think, oh, that's Jamal Williams territory. Yeah, you know, they're just going to run him in the middle. No. They were handing it to DeAndre Swift at the end. And obviously, you know, 14 carries isn't a super inflated number, but he, like you said, he outcarried Jamal Williams. That, that's humongous. You know, that makes a big, that makes, that's a big deal, especially with DeAndre Swift, like you said. And that's a good point by you bringing up the game script that they were in. This was an absolute blow. And just a comment on the game, I thought Jacksonville had more in the tank than that. I, I, yeah, I, me too. We know, we know the Lions are playing much better as of late, but a 40 to 14 throttling, and it was actually, it wasn't even that close. Um, I, I didn't expect to see that. Do you remember the days when we were buying Amara St. Brown? Yeah. Do you remember what we were buying him for and yeah. what people were hesitant to give up for him? Yeah. Well, yeah. You, you, you talked about yeah. bad trades 
all the time about yeah. people me- messaging you about bad trades. He's a uh, he's a top five wide receiver the rest of the season. Caught eleven of yeah. twelve targets for one hundred fourteen yards and two touchdowns. Looking like he's about to win leagues for the second year in a row. And yeah. how many how many shows has he been on? How many of our buy sell shows has he been on? Like in a row that we talked about. Hey guys, buy Amon Ra, buy Amon Ra, buy Amon Ra, and the price that you had to pay was nothing. Yeah. Like there are guys that are probably on the waiver wire right now because they don't produce anymore that you could have got Amara St. Brown for, but you didn't want mm. to give him up because you didn't want to give up your, your low end RB two for Amara St. Brown. And if you trade away Amara St. Brown, there's a chance that the guys that you traded for are on the waiver wire right now. You know what I'm saying? And, th- and that's just humongous. Like, you saw this coming. And it, I was kind of, you know, just riding your coattails on this one about Amon Ross St. Brown. You know, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ross is right. You know, just kind of take his advice with Amon Ross St. Brown. You were bullish on Amon Ross St. Brown. And now, you know, he's had two straight top three finishes at wide receiver, assuming nobody goes off, you know, tonight. Um, it's just ridiculous. The target the target share that he's getting is ridiculous. You know, it doesn't matter how many times they throw it. He's getting eight, nine, ten targets a game. He had 12 targets in this one, caught 11 of them. He catches like every single ball that goes his way. I mean, you don't he, see him tough. Yeah, he's so tough, dude. Like he gets destroyed on these hits. Like you know, <laughs> he plays out of the slot a lot. He gets destroyed yeah. on these hits. Like you know, up the middle, safety's hitting him, and he he's he gets hurt. He he goes out of the game, and you're like, uh oh. Literally the next play, like he's back on the field. I'm like, yo, yeah. this guy is like his mentality is like you know, kind of like. I don't know, like Russell Westbrook or something. Like, I, 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 his mentality is so like, like you know that X-ray, like of like, <laughs> of the dog in him. The like, dog, like, that's yeah. literally he got that dog. He in has him. that. <laughs> he he got that dog in him. Like he has like multiple pit bulls in him. Like he, he's just yeah. like that. And you know, I love it. I love watching him play. Um, another thing about Ahmed Ra, how many times is this dude gonna get tackled in the one yard line? Like, yeah. Oh my he, god. He scored two touchdowns in this game, but I don't remember. Was it – no, Jamal Williams ended up scoring on that play. So he could have had three mm-hmm. touchdowns. That was very early in, this in the game. game. Yeah. Very early in that, the game. He And that catch that he did get tackle on the one-yard line, like that was a really nice catch. Like it bobbled, and then he caught it. He brought it into his chest and then got destroyed uh, at yeah. the one-yard line. Um, but there's been so many times this year, at least like five or six times, where Amaraga stopped at the one where he could have had a touchdown. So, you know, it, it, it was bound to come back to him. Now he has three touchdowns in the last two games. Expect it to continue, guys. Like it, it's yeah. it's a wrap. Like if you have him, and you, you probably you know I traded him for him in like three leagues this year, and I didn't have to give up much. Um, in this in in our league that we had together, you know I had to yeah. give up a good amount for him. But at the end of the day, I, I went up against the guy this week, Rick uh, Ricky, the guy who yeah. traded me Amara St. Brown, and um, <laughs> he's, he's was, starting uh, Chris Olave tonight. <laughs> Can, can not, Chris Olave score 80 points? I don't think so. I don't think <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah. And uh, this was not the week to go up against me with, uh, with the guy that you traded, you know, Amaratu. You know, it, yeah. it, it, it wasn't a good week for, for that. And if I was him and I was watching this, I would be I would be just destroyed. I would just turn the TV off and leave my house. I wouldn't be able to watch <laughs> it. Uh, but, yeah. yeah, guys, like, you know, I hope I hope that worked out for you. Like, I, I seriously do because – Amon Ra, he's, you know, we talk about Josh Jacobs, right? And we'll, we'll get to him in a sec, but we talk about Josh Jacobs as being a guy you you drafted in the fifth or sixth round. Now, don't get me wrong. Like, I was not into Josh Jacobs at all. 
this offseason. Mm-hmm. Like that, you know, I did not see this coming for Josh Jacobs. But, you know, everyone right now is talking about Josh Jacobs being that league winner that you draft in the fifth or sixth round. But what about Amon Ra? Amon Ra was being drafted sixth, seventh round too. Um, yeah. So if you drafted him and you held on to him, he's looking like somebody that is going to turn into a league winner as well. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you talk about maybe you say he's got that dog in him. And I don't know how many times I heard it on the broadcast, you know, that he's like, didn't he train for Mr. Universe or whatever? Like that kind Did, of stuff. His, I his didn't know parents. that. Yeah, no, his, I think his dad was Mr. Universe oh, his dad. or something like that. That's right. Yeah. Something like so that. Yep, they, yep. That's definitely a family thing, you know, because they probably haven't trained for that. That probably helps him, you know, in terms of being able to take those hits. You know, he's probably very in shape and does what he needs to do. So, I mean, he looks great running out on the field. He, what he's doing, his production, the way he plays, it's just like it's like I said, very fun to watch. And just a comment on your team, and you talk about buying low, I'm on Ross St. Brown. You were the king of buy low, I think, in this league because you also went and got Jonathan Taylor. Um, you drafted Christian McCaffrey, right? You didn't trade. I did. All right. Yeah, I was going to say. I drafted him. But anyway, yeah. this was like a the king of buy low. League. And I drafted Chris McCaffrey in the first round. Yeah. Yeah. So, like I said, you, you were the king of buy low, but then you also have Christian Watson. Like, you're the waiver wire warrior and the king of buy Like, man, your team doesn't look like it did at the beginning of the season, you know, no, but sometimes that's what it. you need to do. Yeah. I, I feel like I'm set up nicely here. Like, I'm not going to wood right now. Hopefully, no more injuries. I had a bunch of injuries this year, right? I lost to Trey, Trey Lance. Uh, you know, I had Hollywood out for a little while. I had Keenan, Keenan Allen out the whole year. Um, yeah. So, like, I had a few injuries, and I'm hoping that, you know, things can kind of come together now and I can kind of make make a little championship run. Now, I have to make the playoffs still. Like, you know, yeah. so, like, Me you know, too. never know. The, <laughs> the, the, this week helped out because I, I separated a little bit with points. But, you know, you never know what's going to happen. We have so many teams vying for the, those last couple spots, so you never know what's going to happen next week, but we'll see. Yeah, I um, think, like, Every six and six team, besides like one or two, you know, one. So we're, we're it's going to be, yeah. gonna be quite quite a race. Yeah, I think I'm going to stay yeah. put. I've been at the five spot for the past three weeks. I think I'm going to stay there too. So hey, man, it's just as long as you get in. Yeah, yeah. As long as you get in, that's it. Twenty four hundred Sports is an Odyssey company. 